This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Boone Geo coming to you live. Bill Ford Talk Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. If there was one thing Jets fans are made to believe that Aaron Rodgers was coming, other than the fact that someone officially says it, or Aaron Rodgers says it himself, it's this Alan Lazard news that he is working out a deal with the Jets. The Jets are working to reach an agreement with Alan Lazard, Packers wide receiver, one of Aaron Rodgers' inner circle guys. So that is a, another sign that this is going to happen. Alan Lazard is not signing with the Jets to play with Ryan Tannehill. He is not signing with the Jets to play with Jacoby Brissett, and he's certainly not signing with the Jets to play with Zach Wilson. So that's it. Boomer's been saying it for two weeks now. The pieces continue to fall, continue to fall, continue to fall, and the Alan Lazard one is a huge piece. And you want to add that guy who is a... You know, the Packers' best wide receiver uh, the last couple of, well, last year because Devontae Adams left. I mean, to, to Garrett Wilson, adding that to Elijah Moore if he's still around. I know Corey Davis is probably going to get released. I guess Lazard will probably replace Corey Davis. It's all coming again. <laughs> Did I not say? You did. All, you did. I said all this last week. Well, you said that Corey Davis was going to get uh, caught. And yeah. Alan Lazard was yeah. going to be signed. So, so here we go. Here it is. It's falling like Tetris. Things are coming down and just yep. falling into place. Yep. Falling into place. Uh, all right, let's go to the communist call. Carol's in Astoria. What's going on, Carol? <laughs> Hi, Carol. Hey, how you doing? Great. Good. Hey, thanks for calling yeah. in to talk about communists on a sports talk show. something to say about the bank collapsing okay. and Trump. I think the communists are all behind it. And it's all going to, and all this crap uh, it, with Trump, it's going to be all in Bitcoin and Coinbase. That's where he's going to get his funding from for his um, campaign. He's going to get it from China. He's going to get it from Pakistan, India, Korea, uh -huh. you name it. All those countries. And he's going to be funded by those countries through money laundering and Coinbase and um, Bitcoin. All right, all right. So are you for Trump or against Trump? Against. Oh, okay. Okay. Why do you say? All right. So Coinbase is a just a platform for crypto trading. So it's not really a cryptocurrency. So where are you getting this? This whole Trump's going to get it from Bitcoin situation. Well, because he is into money laundering. That's my opinion of him. Okay. He does money laundering. All right. And you okay. based on what? From what I've heard, what I've seen about him, that's what I think about him. Okay, that he's he's gone bankrupt six times. Okay, I mean a lot of people have gone bankrupt, and it doesn't mean it's like the you know the worst thing in the world. But 
I mean, I don't know. It just seems like there's a lot of stuff that you might be like reading on Facebook. You know what I'm saying, Carol? No, I'm on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Facebook for, I know. I'm not on Facebook. So where are you getting this? Uh, it's MSNBC or something? I get it from television. I get it from broadcast. I get it from, uh, that's where I get it from, news broadcast. Clips on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Carol, Carol, let me just ask you this question. Just being, you know, trying to be on both sides here. How, how do you think our present president is doing? I like him. You do? You do. You do. You like yeah. him? Yeah. Okay. He's All totally right. in control of everything, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Good man. Good man. Yeah. I think he did the right thing through the banks. That oh. just went back. Well, he had no back. choice. Uh, you know, if he, if he doesn't do what he did, then the every bank is going to be overrun, Carol. Absolutely. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, well, very okay. good. Okay. Well, Have a great day. So right? Much. All right. Okay, Carol. Carol. Thanks. All right, there you go. There you go. Listen, we like to hear all sides. Sure, of course. Carol Astoria. Right. Doesn't like communists, but likes Joe Biden. Hates Trump. <laughs> right. And China and Bitcoin and everybody else is going to elect Trump. Yeah, apparently, but it has nothing to do with the federal policies and everything that's gone right over the last two years. And by the way, I'll tell you what, it's been a really smooth last two years. Man, I'm telling you, we are sailing right along. <laughs> I, uh, I wonder if she, I wonder if she cooks with a gas stove. <laughs> you should have asked her. Yeah, you should have asked her. Damn. Uh, so yeah, I took, uh, you know, during that, I, I actually timed it pretty well with the crypto collapse there that happened, but I left some money in there. And it's now got, it's coming back. <laughs> of course, I'm glad I left some money in there. Yeah. It goes, woo! Through the roof right now. Exactly. 17% in the last 24 hours because of this bank collapse. So now everybody's back to crypto. I think what everybody's worried about now, if you if you just putting all these things together, we guess should have Guy Adami on one of these days to talk about this, is whether or not we're all going to be going to a digital currency. A digital currency meaning cryptocurrency? Just the whole thing. Or Everything's twisting in, in, the, in the wind towards a... Government-backed digital currency. That's not going to be Bitcoin. Which is going to be a pile of crap, if you ask me. But anyway. <laughs> but it's not going to be, they're not going to adopt a Bitcoin as the digital currency. I don't know what saying. they will we'll adopt, but there will be some sort of digital, I feel like that's, you know, part of the problem with this bank, just, just to go back to the bank again, mm -hmm. you know, you can obviously on your own phone with your own bank account, you can move money around left and right in a matter of five seconds. Sure. So when there's a realization that there's going to be a run on a bank and there's insider trading and insider information, all of a sudden people are moving $40 billion in about five seconds from mm -hmm. one account to another account. Sure. That's what that's what you know. the government should be looking into, who had this inside information and who were making these deals and where did that information come from? Those people should be put in jail. Uh -huh. That's uh, how I feel, but that's just me. Let's go to uh, Angel down in Florida. What's going on, Angel? Hey, good morning, Dio. Good morning, Boomer. Good, good morning, Angel. Angel. What's happening, man? Yeah, I'm a first-time caller, lifelong Jets, Mets, and Rangers fan. All right. I sound like you and I got a lot in common. Oh, yeah, we do. Hey, Boomer, I just got to ask you. Yeah. When you came during cold-type years, the worst years possible as a Jets fan. Yeah. Do you feel like he held you back? <laughs> uh, you know what? I was here prior to him. I, you know, I got here when uh, Bruce Castle was here. Then they fired Bruce and they hired uh, Pete Carroll. They elevated him from defense coordinator. And I love those two guys. And I love playing for both of those guys. They were buttoned up. They knew what they were doing. Uh, it was like a real professional football team. And then when Richie took over, unfortunately for Richie, you know, it was a little bit in over his head making all these decisions. And quite frankly, the first day that I got the offense and I looked at it, I was like, this is going to be a problem. 
And it turned out to be a problem because I never felt that at any point in time, the 11 guys in the huddle knew what we all were doing. And that's a problem when you step on the field. If you're not prepared and you're not coached and you're not taught uh, right and you have a lot of young players and a lot of players that, you know, like Wayne Corbett, for instance. You know, Mm -hmm. we never went over a corner blitz in all the years. In all the years, that had never happened to me. Like, we covered everything, Angel. And for some reason, under those situations, you know, under this coaching staff, we didn't go over any of that stuff. And I remember going over it with... Wayne, when we're getting ready to play Al Grow in the New England Patriots, he was the defense coordinator, <clears throat> and he had a corner blitz that he would often bring against me because I was left-handed. So he'd mm-hmm. always bring the right cornerback or the left cornerback to my right in on a blitz if we got over the 50-yard line, and we did it. And sure enough, he did it as well, and then me and Wayne completed the pass, and you would have thought that we had just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> because we did something. Yeah, but it was not very good. And thanks for the call, Angel. It was, it was not a great situation. And evidenced by the fact that they only won one game the next year after I was gone. And you know who was a quarterback? Frank Reich. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> that's right. It was supposed to be Neil O'Donnell, but he got hurt, I believe, I, I think. And then Frank was here and and went through that season. Yeah. And of course, I don't know how many games Frank played for. I don't remember. Of course, Richie Kotai held Boomer back. I mean, what do you? What but the amazing here? thing is, you know, I, I remember talking. I remember talking to Frank. Oh man, this is you're not going to appreciate this. Because <laughs> Frank's brilliant. Yeah, of course. This is, like, and this okay. situation is not brilliant. Frank truly is a Mensa member. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not. All right, can somebody explain to me? So this guy dove climbing yesterday, which is he. I don't even think this man really exists. Is he a compi- compiler? He's a well. He is a compiler, so he doesn't report anything on his own, and he's got hundreds of thousands of followers. I actually had had muted him there for a while because it was like uh, he was just everywhere. So it's a covering NFL news and transactions. Recommend to turn on notifications. Contact via DM. Editor and writer at Bro Bible. I thought it was that Outkick. Well, now he's a bro Bible. Oh, he's a bro Bible. Okay. All right, so he's a bro Bible, and if you go to like Dove Kleiman and you put in like images, yes, there's no pictures of this guy. He doesn't exist. Maybe it's he's a- ugly. <clears throat> but like, but everybody retweets his stuff, but he never does anything on his own. This is what I don't understand. So everything that he puts out is something that someone else put out. Well, here's the thing on Reddit. I'm reading. Yeah. So who actually is Dove Kleiman? He he associates himself with the NFL, but I've never found a picture of what he looks like. This is on Reddit. Yeah, I mean, so sincerely, who is this guy? All he does is tweet clickbait stuff, insulting pretty much everyone's team and paste everyone else's reports. So who is actually this guy? I Googled him and I can't even find a photo of him. Yeah, I know. And his avatar is a cartoon and it's just a generic cartoon face. And so, like, this was, he took the rap sheet, or the rap sheet, he took the Trey Wingo tweet yesterday of it's a done deal and put it out there in his Dove Climbing way. And that was the tweet that Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall saw. And Garrett Wilson actually put out there, he's like, I saw my man Dove's tweet about it and I thought that it was breaking news. But it's not. All he did was, as per Trey Wingo. So this guy has got like a hundred and thirty something, hundred and forty nine thousand followers, and has never put anything out there that's original. 
It's just if you go through, you know, per Mike Garofolo, per Schultz report, every per rap sheet, everything. It's like what is Gallo came in? He said he's known on the internet as an aggregator. Like uh, Rex Chapman does. Rex Chapman, all Rex Chapman does is grab funny videos on the internet and put them out. They're not his stuff. It's just a way, like, he puts out everybody else's stuff so that he's, like, the one stop to get all the stuff. <sighs> kind of. But what? So what's the point of that, though? That I don't know. Like, why would anybody hire an aggregator? Right? I mean, it's like, why would Bro Bible hire this guy? <laughs> the other thing is, is he even a guy? One of the guys on Reddit said he was at OutKick of all places, too, but he's so terrible, he isn't even there anymore. <laughs> but what does he do? I mean, he's, he, all he does is take all the information and tweet it out. And so does this other, there's another guy who does that, too, like, uh, what's his name, Ari something? Uh, Ari Mayroff? Yeah. Yeah, Ari Mayroff. But he... He actually has like a thing. He's got the 30 contributor with the 33rd team, whatever. He's got like 650,000 followers. He's got a real picture of himself. A lot of these people are saying he used to be a patch reporter for some publication. And he got fired from there. Not a total random, but one of the most, but not one of the most known either. Who is he? What does he do? I don't know. There's no pictures of him. Is he a guy? Has he done any interviews? Like he's he's got all this. Who is he? And which, is, which Jet guy said he was uh, his guy? Dove. Which Jet guy said it was that? Garrett Wilson? Yeah, I'll, I'll go back to his tweet because he saw that tweet by this guy because it was right. shared by a million people, and you know it was it was the Trey Wingo tweet that he had referenced. Let me go to Garrett Wilson. The question is: Dove Kleiman, his real name? No, I don't think this man exists. No, it's short for. Dove Climanchester. <laughs> I don't know. This is, I mean, there's a lot of people well, asking Reddit, the same right, yeah. question on Reddit that you're asking. <clears throat> yes. So, so Garrett Wilson says, I ain't going to fake it. I thought Dove Bro tweet was the news break I was waiting for. SMH. I don't know anything. Sorry about that. So here's a, here's a person that says Dove's real name is. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say that. I can see it from here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know what that's going to do. <laughs> yes. Uh, so funny. I mean, yeah, people yeah. are hilarious. Some people are actually hilarious. Yeah, no, that was a good one. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't know. So that's not him there. No. Uh, no, that's that's not him. That's Dave Kleiman. See that? Oh, yeah, it's Dave Kleiman. Poor Dave Kleiman. Feel bad for him. I know. He's getting all wrapped up in this. That every single image of Dove Kleiman is just something that he has tweeted out of an NFL player. Does he exist? Where is he? Where's Dove climbing? Dove, where are you? Imagine if Do- our Dove is Dove climbing. That's what he's doing out there. That's why he's not doing work for us. What's going on, Rogers? What's going on, Rogers? I want to see Hoffman and Dove get into a tweet into a well, fight. Doves know each other. No, probably not. But I would say that. that- Pete Hoffman and Dove Kramer fighting with one another would be you'd never you wouldn't be able to pick out a single word in that thing. Just screaming at the top of their lungs. Is the guy you're talking to, does he know anything about Dove climbing? If not, I'm gonna go to break. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Postseason play for Rutgers basketball. They'll be facing Hofstra tonight at the rack in the first round of the NIT. They are the number one seed. Of course, unfortunately, missing out on the NCAA tournament, but still a very good year for Coach Peichel and the Scarlet Knights. And this Rutgers report is brought to you by Jersey Mike's, a sub above, and by RWJ Barnabas Health, <clears throat> official health care provider of Rutgers Athletics. Let's be healthy. Together and joining us right now is Coach Steve Peichel. Coach, good morning. How are you? Hey, guys. Good morning. Um, appreciate you guys having me on. I see you in that Hofstra gear, too, Gio, there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just I had to represent a little bit. They did make me a coach this year. You probably missed this story, but they put me on a bench as a honorary assistant coach, and I sat there and was drawing up plays and everything with Speedy Claxton, so I kind of have to represent him today, you know? Hey, well, let's go. We'll make a trade. You could be on our bench tonight, and you could draw up all the plays. Oh, no, man. No, 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 that's not going to happen. Wow. By, the way, by the way, Steve, good to talk to you again. And, you know, I got to tell you, uh, you know, he's got to represent, and you guys got to get your minds focused on Hofstra tonight. I know it was disappointing uh, on Sunday. I think we all felt like Rutgers got overlooked. I don't know how else to put it. And uh, your sense of what you were feeling on Sunday when you realized that you're your team was not going to make it to the big dance. You know, Boomer, uh, you know, tough day, obviously. Um, you know, the players start this journey in June, practices and all the time. And you start answering that question in June about the NCAA tournament. I always kind of laugh after the first game. You're talking about the NCAA tournament, the second game. So it's a year-long journey. And, you know, we thought, obviously, we did enough. Um, you know, we play in a great league, as you know, we get to play Maryland's of the world and, the, you know, Michigan State's of the world. It's so competitive. And, you know, the selection committee, they have a tough job, you know, and I respect the job that they have to do. But, um, you know, we just felt like we had done enough and, uh, you know, got a really good team and a great group of guys. So when, when you find out that news and you do have no idea, 
um, and every bracket kind of had us in. And, um, you know, our metrics and, you know, I laugh sometimes about the met. There's a hundred categories and 99 of them were probably higher than most every team that was in the bubble, but you can always pick one out for each different team. Um, you know, but I, I honestly believed we, you know, had a good enough team to go in, not only compete, um, uh, but have the chances to win in the tournament. So disappointing. Uh, but, you know, the sign of a tough team and a tough program is get off the mat. We got a great opportunity, Speedy Claxton and Hofstra, you know, to play in the NIT. I'm glad that there's a lot of teams that have hung up their uniforms, and we're not one of them. And Caleb McConnell has a chance to break the Steels record in Rutgers basketball history. He gets to play another game. And Paul Mulcahy, these guys that have meant so much to our program, Cliff Amore, um, you know, so they get to keep playing and, and it is disappointing, but you better get off the mat quickly. Do you get a chance to talk to the committee chair about what their thinking was after this? Is there a conversation and explanation to you? You know, you, you really don't. And again, those people are, um, you know, very busy and, you know, they, they go through the selection process and there's a lot of worthy teams too. Um, but you know, you get a lot of different conferences, a lot of different voices in that room. You honestly don't know, you know, you know what they're talking about or what they're saying. We did have an injury, you know, to a key player. They they brought that up, but I was not able to talk to you know anybody, um, you know, from the selection committee. Yeah, it's frustrating, Coach. We know that. You know, uh, by the way, we do work with the voice of Rutgers basketball, as you know, Jerry Renko, and I just want to ask Jerry whether or not you have a question for Coach. Hey, Coach, how we doing? <laughs> Jerry, <laughs> do I have a question? <laughs> Multiple questions every game. Yeah, yes. uh, here's my question: How would the guys? How have they responded since the disappointment from Sunday night? And what do you think they'll be like coming out this evening at seven? You, you know, uh, like always, and Jerry, you've been on that plane. Tough, tough losses, some great wins. Um, this group has been, you know, just a great group and uh, resilient and tough. And um, you know, you get news like that, and I always say, the sign of the character of your program is. You know, how you respond to it. Again, a lot of disappointing, you know, people. Our goal was to get to the NCAA tournament. And again, thought we did enough to do that, but, um, but didn't. But, you know, came out yesterday with a great, you know, approach. And, you know, when you got kids like Caleb McConnell and, and, and veteran guys, Paul, um, you know, uh, they, they take the right approach. They're winners. And, um, this has been the winningest stretch of Rutgers basketball in a long time. And those guys have been a huge part of it. And, um, you know, we got to play a great Hofstra team, and I'm glad it's not a one-on-one -on -one contest between the coach and I. <laughs> usually, I feel so yeah. Usually, I feel comfortable with those matchups, but not with Speedy Claxton. So I'm glad he's not playing. You know, it's interesting, Steve. You know, you were at um, obviously Stony Brook, and you took the job at Rutgers, and it looks like you're going to be there for a long time, and you've done a great job. I'm just wondering when you see Speedy. Uh, you know, coaching for Hofstra, and you see the success that he has had. Um, I mean, does does a guy like that ever reach out to you and say, "Hey, you know, like, what should my next step be?" And if you think he does have a next step, where do you think it could be? You know, he he. First of all, um, the job he's done. You know, it's always tough taking over any of these jobs, and um, you know, uh, he has just kind of seamlessly moved into that position. He, he works for a great athletic. Rick Cole too, and um, you know the program that they built. He's got Aaron Estrada. He's got really good players. But Speedy can coach anywhere, you know, and he's always been one of the great guys too in, in, in coaching. And you know, I'm a big believer in that. Good people, good things happen too. And he's um, going to have a lot of opportunities. But you know, 
he may be very happy where he is too. And sometimes you don't mess with happiness. So Jerry, what he what he would love is to go to Vegas and go on like a bender out in Vegas yeah, with, the two, you coach. with the two of you guys. So uh, do you think that'll happen if you make it out there for the semifinals? Hey, can we move the show out there for a couple of days? <laughs> I think you got two guys here that might want to go. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You know, that is our goal right now. And, and, you know, we obviously have to, you know, play well. You know, all the teams that are in this NIT field, and it's an unbelievable field, the Oregons of the world, and, you know, the Cincinnati's and, and the Michigans and, and the Wisconsin's, it's, it's an unbelievable field. But we're all programs that believe that we belong in the other tournament. And so, you know, who's going to prove that they belong? And that's kind of what we've talked to our team about. And, you know, there's one way to prove that you belong. It's to, you know, get to, you know, get to Las Vegas. You know, I had never been to the rack before until this year when I went to go see you guys beat up on my Maryland Terrapins. And that was a hell of a game by you guys that night. We were off, you know, it's a Mr. Make League. They keep saying all those things. We didn't shoot very well that night. But here, here would be my recommendation to Rutgers. Don't do anything to the rack. It is a unbelievable, difficult, I, I think, experience for the teams that come in to play there. And I don't know if they're thinking about, you know, expanding the rack or, you know, enlarging the rack or doing something to it. <laughs> this sounds very funny as I'm saying this, but I would not touch that building at all. I mean, it's one of the great buildings and, uh, you know, it's given us a tremendous home court advantage. Our fans are awesome, too. The students come out and, you know, just really thankful they've created an environment that's as good as any in college basketball and you know when you bring the maryland teams and the different teams that you're bringing kevin willard's a great coach and doing an unbelievable job there when you bring those kind of teams into it's just exciting basketball and um you know it's a loud venue and, and there's nothing you know happening anytime soon as as uh with jersey mike's arena but uh, i want to keep it exactly the way it is just like you said boomer don't mess with success yeah, don't en enlarge the rack. Is what <laughs> I can't believe I used those words. I'm sorry about that, Coach. Oh, baby. Uh, good. I didn't even realize what the hell I was saying. <laughs> that was great. All right, uh, good luck tonight throughout uh, the tournament. It's uh, great talking to you, Coach. And uh, listen, next year, uh, it'll happen next year. There's always next year, and we're excited for more Rutgers basketball. Thanks so much, guys. All, All right, right, see you, Coach. That's uh, Steve oh, Feigl. Man. man, oh, man. Enlarge the rack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the rack is just so supple now as it is. <laughs> so don't enlarge it. They're just perfect. It's just perfect oh, and perky. God. An interesting choice of words there, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, forgot, I don't you know, know if they were thinking about, you know, expanding the rack or, you know, enlarging the rack or doing something <laughs> to it. <laughs> Incredible implants. <laughs> you know what? The thing about it was I forgot that it was Jersey Mike's. Jersey Mike's Arena, yes. 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 And I love Jersey Mike's nothing against it, but they but the the people there call it the A rack. lot of the people still call it the rack. Yes. That is very true, yes. Oh, man. Uh, N I C E R A C K. Oh yeah, yeah. Eddie, you have way too much time on your hands. Do you think? Yes. Man. You need to do more uh you need you need to go into the mountains and get lost for a while. Oh my god! More hiking. Look <sighs> how long it took him to make that. <laughs> He's sitting at his desk after the show with his warmed up lunch in the microwave. Hey, hold on, Jerry. The last time you were in here and I took a call, we all got in trouble. All right, Janice, Pat, Jog, Janice, what's happening? How you doing? 
How are you doing? This is my first time calling. Oh, oh thanks, man. What's happening, Janice? All right. Listen, first of all, I don't like you talking about Rex, but I got to say, <laughs> Dio, yeah. Dio, you're looking mighty fine after that promo, let me tell you. Oh, thank you, Janice. I appreciate that. <laughs> well, uh, listen, uh, Janice, thank you. And you're from Patchogue, so that's great. Sounds sure, girl. And what restaurant are you usually at? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, listen, I'm down some weight, and when you lose some weight, you look a little bit better. I mean, that pullover looks like a tenth on you now. Yeah, it's a little big. It's the XL stuff. But I like okay. the coach realized you were wearing it. Yeah, I know. He was watching. That's Which, pretty uh, good. Yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully Hofstra understands that I'm still wearing their gear and still supporting them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's very nice. Janice <laughs> making me feel uncomfortable. There. Yeah. I did hear from uh, Dove Kleiman. Oh, did you? All right. On direct message, it's the real guy. He does not want to come on the air, uh, but he is a real person. He said he didn't buy his blue check mark, uh, that he had to show Twitter his ID. He is real. Okay. But he's not into going on to the radio. Okay. And that's his he's real name. all over yeah. Twitter. Because I'm getting all sorts of, you know, people are texting me and tweeting he, me. He, well, he will answer any questions we have. He in, just doesn't like to go live on the air. In fairness, he got right. a direct message from the person running the Dove Kleiman Correct. Twitter handle. Right, exactly. But uh, he, he could have, you know, we don't, do we believe everything at face value? I, I don't know. I said we just want to make sure you're a real person and not a robot. Okay. Yeah, because some guy's saying his name is Billy Spikes. <laughs> he uses a fake name on hmm. on Twitter. I don't know. Could be. Right now, ask him. He did offer me a Zoom call after the show so I could see he's a real person. I don't really need that. I just <clears throat> but thought it'd be fun if we just put him on the air. Yeah, I know. Exactly. He doesn't want to go on yeah, the air. But I think as the producer of this show, you should delve a little bit deeper and get on that Zoom. Okay. Okay. I'd love to do a Netflix documentary on him. <laughs> okay. It would it be funny if he's like, oh, I, you know, he's throwing out the Zoom, but then like runs away like the catfish people do, and like, oh, I'm sorry, there's a breaking news here, or, or my camera's not working. Yeah, right. One of those things. What if it's like Adam Schefter? <laughs> it's really dove climate. It's really dove climate. Yeah, yeah I'll call his bluff. Yeah, tell him this is what you want. You want to do a FaceTime with him, and you want him to hold up his driver's license that <laughs> says Dove Climate on it. Or, or William Spikes. Yeah, or Billy Spikes. Yeah, there's all sorts of rumors about this guy in the internet. and He's got a restraining order from What's famous funny people. Is Billy Spikes sounds like a fake name. Yeah, 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 right. And Dove Kleiman sounds like a real name. I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm going to get into this aggregating on Twitter. That's how you get followers. Yeah, no, 100,000 followers. good stories. I, <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> uh, da, 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 yeah, like this is... This is interesting. This guy sent me all this stuff, like this one particular person, like all like tweets and screenshots. There's a, from him? No, no, no. Could be all, fake news. It could be, but it's interesting. Let's hmm. put it that way. There's there's enough here to like do a Netflix documentary. I think already, wow. especially the fact that there's no pictures of. Him. Well, they found a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> what we're looking. <laughs> Al Dukes with the fake nose and mustache and glasses. Who sent you that? <laughs> <laughs> they found a picture of him. There uh, he is. Oh, my goodness. Looks just like me. Yes. Uh, all right, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We're also brought to you by Mercedes-Benz of Morristown. So the only thing that's been updated so far has been the Jets apparently working towards this deal to acquire Alan Lazard from Packers. We shall see the Chargers signing uh, your linebacker, Eric Hendricks. And it looks like Taylor Heineke is going to the Falcons.
NBA tonight. The Nets are in Oklahoma City. We'll have it on the fan at 745 while the Knicks will be in Portland. Uh, Bucks beat the Kings 133-124 at the end of this game. You had the uh, the little scrum, if you will, between Trey Lyles and Brooke Lopez. Here was Kings head coach Mike Brown on the situation. I don't know what happened, but so we, we ain't taking no shit from nobody. Trust me on that. And they all going to have each other's back in there. That don't mean we're going to go out there and start something. We're not. But we're going to stand up for ourselves. And I guess, now I didn't see this game. It, it looked like that Giannis was just going to try and dribble the clock out. They're up by 9, 15 seconds to go. De'Aaron Fox said, if you want to avoid this, just dribble out the clock. So I don't know if maybe they scored on the previous possession. I don't know. Just the whole thing was I don't know. Bizarre. Maybe Giannis was trying to get another rebound. Maybe. He had 46 points to him. Maybe he wanted a three. Who knows? Maybe, maybe he wanted, wanted a triple-double or quadruple-double or whatever. He did have 46 points, 12 boards. The Bucks win uh, 133 to 124. Uh, you got the first four tonight of the NCAA tournament. Southeast Missouri State and Texas A&M Corpus Christi. The late game will be Pittsburgh and Mississippi State. Talk to Steve Michael, who, by the way, in 1988 had a huge shot for UConn oh. in the NIT at Madison Square Garden. Oh, how, about how about that? How about, how about that? that? That's right. Um, that game on WCBS 880 tonight at 7 p.m. as they play Hofstra in the NIT. Seton Hall in 11 p.m. start Eastern time uh, as they play at Colorado tonight. And Yale is at Vanderbilt. Uh, some baseball news. So the Mets continue to say really nothing in terms of what's going on uh, with Jose Quintana. They're not going to get into it yet in terms of a timetable. Report yesterday was three months. You heard from Billy Epler earlier that uh, they're hoping Wednesday maybe they get something more definitive. We also heard earlier Buck Showalter talking about media guides. He also revealed yesterday that uh, there was a possible alternative career lined up for him at one point. He used to love referee basketball. That's what I would have done. I went to the NBA camp. Scott told me, he said, you're 5'10". Really, I wasn't quite. said, you got a lot of things working against you. You got to be really good. So every time I see a little umpire, I know they're pretty good. This is what we're doing now. Yeah, I mean, it's spring it's, training. It's like he's Shecky Green. I mean, <laughs> but is he losing it? Like, should I be worried that, like, he's not as know. sharp as he used to be? I don't, I don't know. I think he's just trying to pass the time. I think he's like, bored. I feel like in past years he's done the same. same this yeah, this has gotten this. a bit much, though. I mean, well, his players aren't even there. Half the team is not there. That's well, not half, but you're oh. right. There's a lot of guys that are playing in the WBC. Right, that is very true. Still kind of funny. Um, what else? Mets take on the Nationals today, while the Yankees will play the Blue Jays. Former Yankee Joe Pepitone died. He was 82, three-time All Star. He also, you remember the thing that uh, Steve did, Eddie. When he did that production, oh, gee, you have to with, remember, with 66. Paul, yeah, it was Paul Arzuman did it, and it was instead of 61, it was 66. 66. Yeah. Joe Papatai. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's I right. I hear his name. I just think of him from that bit yeah. that Summers did. Oh, there was another one. Who was a, who was another famous player on that? It was Horace Clark, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Joe Papatone. <laughs> yeah, I'm so. Joe Bleepin' Papatone. And you're out. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? That was actually pretty funny. Um, WBC that we just alluded to. The U.S. beat Canada 12-1. Five innings for Lance Lynn. This was uh, Tim Anderson on FS1. Oh, he a dog. He a dog, man. He, he, he came to pitch tonight. And uh, just like any other night, he came. He brung it. And uh, he threw a heck of a game. So dogs and dudes. Mm. Remember last hour yeah, of the uh, he's got a bunch, down of, Canada. bunch of dudes, dudes, dudes. <laughs> Trey Turner and Mike Trout hit home runs in this game as the U.S. wins easy. Also, Puerto Rico shut out Israel 10 nothing in an eight-inning perfect game. Of those pitchers, one was Edwin Diaz, who threw the seventh inning. But again, mercy rule ended this game 
uh, early. NHL tonight, you got the Rangers taking on the Capitals. You have the Devils hosting the Lightning and the Islanders in L.A. against the Kings. Time now for Moment of the Day. Brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. I love I love Brian Jones when he was on earlier, but I went back earlier in the morning and found uh, this interesting piece of audio that Marco left us. We played this at like 6.35, about three hours ago. He put it in the system as Adam Shine slurps Gary Cohen. <laughs> oh, okay, here we, go. here we go. Gary, you are the best. It is just absolutely a treat. It's a sign of spring and summer when I'm listening to you and Keith Hernandez and Ron Darling doing the Mets games on SNY. The best booth in the business to me in the history of, of sports. I, I mean that. The I said history it before, of sports? It's a joy ride for nine innings. I love listening. I love watching. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A little, a little Was that a slurp job? Yes. 100%. He was still going. Oh, my God. All right, Gary, I just want to go through all of this. We're going to take a couple of minutes. So I didn't really even like life or baseball or anything until I heard your voice the first time. And then I fell in love with it all. And if it was okay to reach through the phone and lick your face, I'd lick your face. I'd lick it up and down. And then I'd move down your neck and somebody kiss your neck and you're lick your that's just what I would do. You're the greatest of all time. And when you pass away, there'll be a void left in the entire world. Hey, so what do you think about Ronnie Mauricio? There you go. Moment of the Oh, day. what a tongue bathing. Uh, thanks, Jerry. Let's go to Matt in Long Island quick before the break. What's going on, Matt? Kio, what's going on, man? Hey, man. Thanks for, thanks for taking my call. So I wanted to call because I know you guys are talking about the Dole's Pyman account. Yeah. I actually, I actually went to college with the guy who runs the account. I, mm-hmm. I, I can, I, I can tell you his name. Okay, what is it? Joshua Lichty is the guy. Joshua Lichty. Yeah, Lichty's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> These nuts. Yes. I love a these nuts joke. Oh my god, tremendous! <laughs> Went right over your head, Jerry. Why, yeah. Well, you. <laughs> yeah. That's why I didn't answer. Yeah, you're right. No, I was waiting for it. But you do it. Oh man, I tell you, the these nuts jokes will never get old. Gabe Athhouse. Put too much of a pause in that, but it makes it even funnier. Now, I've Ath had some out. slips of the tongue. <laughs> Ath house. Time to time. Uh, okay. <laughs> did you know, did you realize that at the moment? No. No. <laughs> and that pause, that's natural. Yeah. I thought he knew it and paused and then, so it wouldn't sound like it. And then like 10 minutes later, he's like, I just got it. <laughs> uh, okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. It's amazing, like this Dove climbing Pandora's box that we have opened here, like some of the stuff that I'm getting and people saying that he was under a different Twitter name back in the day that was obsessed with a particular actress, and then he turned himself into this Dove climbing. I even got tweets of him before he became Dove climbing the the verified person like asking about another aggregator like why is this person just putting this stuff out like it's breaking news when all they're doing is taking someone else's stuff so it's like he must have like back in 2011 and then he i guess he turned into that guy it's it's uh, we're on Dolph well, Kleiman's you know, case i'll tell you one thing he's all over the internet and he's all over the nfl and you can say whatever you want gary wilson obviously sees him and is following him well the, yeah i mean but it wasn't even his report. That's the thing. You know, it's like, yes. I don't know. Crazy. But anyway, Alan Lazard's coming to the Jets. <laughs> you missed that earlier. Well, we, that's not confirmed, though, is it? Well, no, they're working on a uh, contract right now with Alan Lazard per Adam Schefter. Right. Dolph Kleiman put that out, by the way, per Adam Schefter. Oh, he did. Okay. Per Adam Schefter. Per Adam Schefter. That is right. What could we aggregate? So I guess Dolph Kleiman's cornered the market on the NFL news. Is there like a Major League Baseball aggregator out there? Maybe we could do that. Seems um, like a lot of work, though, you know, isn't it? I'm sure there is. I mean, like, you want to be the drudge report of sports? Mm. I mean, that's basically what ESPN does, CBSSports.com does. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, they're all aggregators. And, and of course, they have their own writers as well. You got to be like a day like this. If you're an aggregator, has got to be just as busy as if you're a reporter. So you got to be putting out everything. Well, basically, what you're doing is following all the important people that have, you know, get paid to give you the news. Exactly. Exactly. All right, let's go to uh, Ernie in Old Bridge. What's going on, Ernie? Hey, how you doing? Good morning. What's up? Big fan of you guys and a uh, big longtime Jets fan since since the '80s, and uh, we're all waiting for this news to break. We're going crazy over here, refreshing Twitter Twitter every five seconds. Yep. You know, it's got to happen today. It's got to happen today. But my thoughts are, like, Zach Wilson's got to see and hear all this. Is his own teammates pleading for Aaron Rodgers to come. You know, we all say Aaron Rodgers comes for a year or two. He's going to help Zach Wilson. But you think maybe it's really hurting him, hurting his confidence? What are, what are your thoughts on this? You know, I think his confidence has basically been shot. And now it's a reclamation project. And... 
Aaron Rodgers happens to be Zach Wilson's idol. So that part of it, I think, is a big part of one of the reasons why Derek Carr ended up going to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. I think it's another reason why the Jets think that this is the perfect fit for them. So I've said this over and over and over and over again. That part of the equation works if you get uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers to kind of mentor Zach Wilson over the next couple of years. And I believe that, the, that uh, Aaron will commit two years to the Jets. And I know that Ernie is concerned about how Zach Wilson feels, and that's admirable from a Jet fan standpoint. You don't have to worry about that right now. You don't. Because if Aaron Rodgers is on his way, he's going to be here for at least two years. Zach's not going to play unless... Aaron gets hurt. Aaron gets hurt. Or they blow somebody out and he gets maybe a fourth quarter or something like that. But they'll get him playing time. They'll they'll get him playing time in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, if Aaron does, like, twist an ankle for three weeks. Yeah. So, oh, Zach, get in there. Go go do exactly what. And, you know, by the way, you have a new coach. It's not... The offense is not going to be terribly different uh, different than what they had because obviously Nathaniel Hackett came from Matt LaFleur. Sure. <clears throat> now, I'm not also not fully convinced that they're not going to have Zach Wilson deactivated for some of this season, too, because they don't want to put him out there so soon. But well, we'll they say. also don't have another quarterback on the on the ride. I don't think Strevler's still here. I don't think Strevler's Well, I don't know. Not right now. That doesn't no. mean they can't bring someone else in. You know, we'll, and we'll see what mini camp and training camp and how he does and all that stuff. But just also remember that, you know, every dollar counts here to be able to fit Aaron Rodgers into this cap. Yeah. So every dollar counts. They'll probably do some more restructuring before we, you know, before the week's out. Uh, they'll they'll sign Alan Lazard, most likely uh, remove Corey Davis. Um, and Corey, hopefully, will go sign with somebody else because he still has a lot of game left. Yeah. But I just... You know, these these are the kind of the machinations that they're going through right now just to make sure that, you know, they can get something that Aaron Rodgers is going to be comfortable with on the field and, of course, coaching-wise with Nathaniel Hackett. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 